I don't. I was looking to see if Messi followed John Conlon, one of our soccer insiders, and soccer coach were the girls at Byron Center High School, legendary high school coach and also one of the great club coaches uh, in Michigan and in the Midwest. Uh, he's standing by. Uh, how about Messi? Three hundred eighty-nine million followers on Instagram. Wow. Yeah, that's not bad. No, not bad. I mean, it, it, that's probably what second to Elon Musk, and that's about it, right? I mean, well, yeah, it just a, that, that Elon Musk follower list may fluctuate somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will tell you what. I think we can end the debate. In my opinion, it can end the date, debate between Messi and Ronaldo. I yep. think you, you know you you got to produce on the world's biggest stage. This will be his second final. Um, when you talk about the best of all time, you talk about Pele, you talk about Zidane, Diego. They all won a World Cup, and now Messi's got his chance, second chance to win it. And I mean, they beat kind of everybody's favorite, Croatia, right? And I honestly, it was in a lot of ways the Messi game. Like I'm just watching the highlights. Like he set up everything they did today. Um, so he produced on the biggest stage with tons of pressure. I mean, how many penalty kicks has he taken in this World Cup? Four? Three? Four? And to beat world-class keepers over and over and over on penalty kicks, he's the guy's unbelievable. I mean, he's got ice in his veins. and uh, you know, There's a lot of people who want to see him fail, but they're going to be extremely disappointed because I'm putting my money on them to, to probably beat France in the final. Yeah, I was really surprised, and to be honest with you, when he came in, he brought some life to the Portugal uh Attack! I, you know, the Ronaldo thing kind of caught me off guard. By the way, he is the worldwide leader on most followed uh, accounts. Five hundred twelve million followers for Ronaldo. Wow. Well, he's better looking. That's. I mean, well, the girls, the girls like him. I, I get that, but I, I was surprised why he was sitting because uh, uh, you know Portugal. I, I, I don't get it. Maybe they're looking at what happened with. You know, Manchester United, who knows? But is he on the backside? I, they, they're talking about places now he's going to go play. He might have to lower his expectations. I think he just comes to America and plays in New York or L.A., right? Yeah, soccer's a different game. I mean, once you hit 35, 36, it's, it, 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 there are very few Tom Brady's, very few guys, because, you're, you know, you're running 10 miles a game. You're, you're competing, you know, twice a week oftentimes, especially in the World Cup. It's very, very difficult to maintain your fitness level and your level of play past the age of 35, 36. Is he on the downswing? I think he's shown that this year. Can he recover? I mean, he's, he's kind of like Floyd Mayweather and kind of like uh, you know Brady and guys like that. Like He has a really strict diet and um, doesn't really party a lot and takes, him, takes his uh, fitness really seriously. So, I mean, I think he could easily come back and be great. Ronaldo could be. But... Uh, you know, it's it's very hard after the age of 36. So I, I think this was probably his last hurrah. Um, I, you know, I got asked this question by a lot of people. Do you think the co- the manager did the right thing by benching him? Well, first of all, I'm yet to meet a coach or manager in this world that doesn't want to win. So if they benched him, it's because they didn't think they could win with him. Um, and I, I don't know how you second guess uh, a manager who's you know coached in multiple World Cups and. Yeah, I mean, obviously, just didn't think Ronaldo could produce for him. Um, and I, I, I agree. Like, the games I watched, I thought he was pretty uninvolved and a very, like, static. Just stood there on the field and waited for the ball to come to his feet. And that's not the way he was when he was younger. So, 
But, hey, anyone who doesn't know Messi, make sure you turn in for the World Cup final. Tune in for that because it's, it's going to be great. Uh, will Ronaldo end his career in the MLS? Is that the last stop? Yeah, I said that years ago. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. Just in, in terms of exposure, like, if you think about it, like, he's set for life financially, right? So now the only thing he can really do is kind of, you know, fix this end of the end of his career kind of, uh, you know, downward spiral that he's been in this last year. And where else to do that better than in the U.S. where you're going to have all these adoring fans that could care less whether you run very hard. They just know you were, you know, a world-class player and he'd probably score 20 goals in the MLS and, and be an all-star. And yeah, I think it's, and get a huge paycheck. So I don't, I don't see why going to China or going to Japan or going to any of the Asian countries would be maybe financially be better, maybe, but I don't know why it'd be a better end of his career. I mean, this is, this is kind of where the great ones go to die now is the MLS. Um, so I think, yeah, I think he's, he's definitely going to end up here. I think. And you called uh, him and Messi would end their playing careers in the MLS. Now there was that report early on in the world cup, which kind of, Uh, disappeared that Messi was set to play in Miami and that ownership playing partnership uh, that you've talked about and a lot of people talked about would begin. Do you think uh, they didn't like the announcement happening while Argentina was still making a push for the World Cup and that will come when the World Cup is over? Yeah, you know, I don't know with Messi. I mean, he's still, I mean, you're watching a player right now. Like, he's still a top five player in the world. I don't know how you could debate it. Um, you know, so he might play three, four more years in Europe. And then once you hit like 40, you know, I don't know if he's still going to have that energy to want to play in the MLS. Who knows? I mean, really, he doesn't have to do anything. He could win this game on, on Sunday and, and just say, I'm done. And people would, you know, put him in the top two, three players of all time. So hard to say with him. I think with Ronaldo though, like he's got an image piece he's got to fix and, uh, the, he doesn't want to go out the way that this last year has gone. I mean, playing for arguably the biggest club in the world and failing and, you know, then having a, a, a poor World Cup. I just don't – Ronaldo is a, a, a pretty uh, big personality. I don't see him wanting to go out like that, I, just based on everything I've ever read on him. So I think I could definitely see him coming to the U.S. I could definitely see him being the guy that kind of revitalizes the U.S., kind of like Beckham did you know, 15 years ago. Uh, but Messi, it's hard to say. Yeah, looking at Messi today from the start, when he walked on the pitch, he had that look that, you know, the the MJ Tiger uh, Red Sunday, that look where I'm like, they're going to kick their butts. And can I t- Yeah, can I tell you my favorite moment, honestly? So Messi's always kind of been this good guy, right? Like right. He's, he's been this quiet personality, this one that you can't say anything bad about. Well, Van Gaal, who is the Dutch coach, who who likes to chirp and and honestly, I think talks way too much and is a, w- a little bit too arrogant for me. Uh, Messi came, went up to him after the game and basically said, "You you talk too much, man. You, you're not you know you're not a good sport. You need to quiet down." And and I actually now I wouldn't want my players doing that, but this is the best player in the world, right? And the best player of the last twenty years. And he basically told you know Van Gaal, "Shut it. Like you're going home, buddy." And I had a ton of respect for that because I, I think he could have easily just walked away, but Van Gaal needed to shut his mouth. He was acting like a clown, and uh, I loved that Messi did that. Yeah, go ahead, fire up Messi uh, to show everybody in the end. And now it will be Morocco who's had an unbelievable defensive run uh, to get to the semifinals of the World Cup. They're legit. 
you have France, who at times can look bored, but then they turn it on because they're uh, loaded with talent. Your thoughts on that other semifinal? Oh, man. I mean, I think the easy pick is is France, but I wouldn't want to play Morocco. I mean, they, they rope-a-dope, man. They sit in a shell, and they just wait till you expose yourself, and then they counter you, and they've got so much speed up top that I don't know if you saw the header they scored last game, but the dude's chest was above the bar. I mean, I'm going to guarantee you that guy's got about a 40-inch vertical. They have some absolute freaks in their attack. And they'll just wait. They're patient. They'll wait until you expose yourself. Whereas, the, you know, the French, they're a little more free-flowing. They're not always as tight defensively. They kind of open themselves up to that. But, um, you know, like against England, they, they definitely got exposed a couple times. But, you know, I think it's safe money on France, but you can't bet against Morocco. They've done it against the best in the world. I mean, they did it against Spain, and, you know, Spain was a fantastic team. Uh, before I let you go, thoughts on the U.S. Uh, we talked about their exit from the World Cup, but then you hear stuff about Rayon almost sent home, and uh, you're you're getting some drama, and you're trying to get that mentality of building a potential champion, which still may be decades away, but the next World Cup will be uh, in North America. Your, your thoughts on uh, the U.S. shaping a team uh, that can go next level? Um, I mean, I told you this 10 years ago, we're, you know, now I say we're 28 years away. We're not going to win the next world cup. And I, I know there's a bunch of us fans on here. They're thinking I'm just this anti us guy. I'm not at all. Like I actually am a huge supporter of us soccer, but I think realistically in order for us to win a world cup, we have to be much deeper. We have to have world-class goal scorers and we don't have either one of those. We don't have depth or world-class goal scorers. I think, you know, whether or not Berhalter did a good job, I, I hear all these critics who are people who are friends of mine, you know, smashing him. But, you know, I wasn't in the camp. I can't see. All I know is they competed with some of the best in the world and went toe-to-toe with them with, you know, a really young midfield. And I think he did a pretty good job. Um, as for the stuff with Reyna, like, that happens in every camp. I mean, every, I can tell you right now, if you went to every almost every single camp, um, for the World Cup, They're, they probably had an issue with one or two players. These guys have massive egos. They're millionaires, and they're used to starting on their club teams. And when you know when they're told they're not going to start, they're going to pow. And I hate to say that's the way of the world now, but it is. Uh, what I think Berhalter is going to realize, though, is that a lot of times the talent supersedes the coach. And I, I I have a hard time believing that they would get rid of Reyna, who's 20 years old, to keep Berhalter. That's not going to happen. Uh, Reyna is the future of U.S. soccer in a lot of ways with Wea and a couple of these other young guys, Adams. And I just think Berhalter probably would have done better to not even let that get out into the media. I don't, I don't know how, you know, how that was to help him or why he did, but unfortunately I think this is going to be maybe the, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back and brings in a new manager because I, I just think U.S. soccer is going to stand by their young talent. I have a hard time believing they're going to, stand by a coach that you know won one game out of the group stage in the world cup john conlin he is one of our soccer insiders checking in talking about argentina advancing uh they get to the world cup final on sunday three zip uh or three nil as they would say in the soccer uh world over croatia uh, now it's morocco and france on the other side and that winner will meet messi in argentina uh, for the World Cup. 
Uh, Johnny, good stuff. Uh, we'll talk next week on Monday and look back at the World Cup champion. Yeah, last thing I'll say is I do think if it's France, Argentina, you do have the handing off of maybe the greatest player of all time, Messi, to the greatest young player, Mbappe. And that's kind of a cool thing. That's like Jordan to LeBron, like that type of thing. Um, Mbappe's a really special player. He's already got nine goals and two World Cups, and he's, what, 22 years old. So, um, yeah, that's a cool thing. Could be a really cool final. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk Monday about the final, Johnny. All right, sounds good.